It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Once ago, standing together with her, Mark Shirell, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones and... Uh, and she should have been there all along. President Biden this morning in the White House announcing that Brittany Griner, the WNBA star who's been imprisoned in Russia for 10 months, was released early Thursday morning in a prisoner swap for Russian arms trafficker Victor Bout. Yeah, the guy nicknamed the Merchant of Death. Griner had recently been moved to a Russian penal colony around 300 miles from Moscow to serve out her nine-year sentence for possession of vape cartridges containing cannabis oil. At publication time, Griner is on a plane on her way back to the U.S. But those of us who honor picket lines won't read about it in the New York Times. Some 1,100 unionized staffers at the Times are on strike today as negotiations with the paper's management have failed to result in a new contract about 20 months after the last one expired. The walkout, which began at midnight, emptied much of the newsroom. So they're asking you to just stay off of the New York Times website for 24 hours. On a related note, Wordle was the most searched term on Google in 2022. Just know there are alternatives to the official Wordle. Try Quartle, Q-U-O-R-D-L-E.com. You have nine chances to solve four words at the same time. In other news, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments Wednesday in an appeal by North Carolina Republican lawmakers challenging a decision by the state's Supreme Court that threw out a House district map illegally biased against Democratic voters. The justices appeared split over whether or not to back the so-called independent state legislature theory, which basically says that state legislatures are unbound by state constitutions and state courts when enacting law governing federal elections or drawing congressional district maps. At least three of the court's six right-wing justices appeared to support it. Those would be Alito, Thomas, and Gorsuch. Now, Justice Elena Kagan branded it a, quote, novel challenge that gets rid of the normal checks and balances. She says this is a theory with big consequences that would allow for the most extreme forms of gerrymandering from legislatures. Kagan's liberal colleagues on the court, Sonia Sotomayor and Ketanji Brown-Jackson, appeared to agree with Justice Kagan A broad ruling could threaten hundreds of election laws, require separate rules for federal and state elections on the same ballot, and lead to new efforts to redraw congressional districts to maximize partisan advantage. And it looks like the fate of our electoral system lies in the hands of Chief Justice John Roberts and Justices Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch. At least two more items marked classified have been found, this time in a storage unit in West Palm Beach, rented by the Federal General Services Administration to temporarily house items taken as part of the former president's return to private life in 2021. The search was among at least three at Trump properties, with others at the Trump Tower in New York and another at the Bedminster Golf Club in New Jersey. Trump's lawyers immediately gave the materials to the FBI, which had previously seized classified material from Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida. 
It never ends. From the What Took Them So Long files, Democrats on the Senate Finance Committee and the House Oversight Committee this week sent letters to the state and defense departments asking for information about whether Jared Kushner's actions on Middle East policy as a Trump White House advisor were influenced by the bailout of one of his family's New York City buildings. The Washington Post, referring to some letters that they obtained, said that they concerned a deal that Kushner and his father made in 2018 with a Canadian company, Brookfield Asset Management, which agreed to a $1.2 billion 99-year lease that enabled the Kushners to avoid defaulting on a loan due the next year. The Cutter Investment Authority, a sovereign wealth fund, was an investor in one of Brookfield's investment arms. Follow the money. More disturbing news coming out of Iran. The semi-official Tasnim news agency reporting that the government executed a prisoner, Moshin Shikari, who was arrested for participating in the anti-government protests that are happening there and was convicted of injuring a security guard with a knife and closing off a street in Tehran. The Islamic Republic judiciary announced on Tuesday that five other people were sentenced to death as well. Over in Germany, authorities thwarted what appears to be a major plan to storm the Reichstag, that's the equivalent of our capital, in an attempt to overthrow the German Republic. Now, unlike what happened in D.C. on January 6th, German law enforcement intervened before it actually happened. At 6 a.m. Wednesday morning, German forces stormed a house in Berlin and arrested a former MP of the far-right Alternative for Deutschland. Simultaneous raids took place in 30 other locations, including a car repair shop, a carpenter studio, and in an Austrian ski resort and the Italian city of Perugia. 25 people were arrested, among them a serving soldier of the elite KSK unit, a lawyer, a pilot, a gourmet chef, and a 71-year-old prince, Heinrich VIII, who is the alleged ringleader of Reichsburger, who had led the plans to overthrow the German state and replace it with a monarchistic order. The Reichsburger is a racist, anti-Semitic, tax-abstaining political group whose membership is said to have grown significantly in the last year. Electricity for thousands of residents in North Carolina has been restored after a days-long outage caused by targeted gun attacks on power substations. Police say the motive behind the attacks in Moore County remains unknown and no suspects have been announced. But investigators are zeroing in on two possible threads centered around extremist behavior, writings by extremists on online forums encouraging attacks on critical infrastructure, and a series of recent disruptions of LGBTQ events across the nation by domestic extremists. Approximately 45,000 homes and businesses initially lost power in North Carolina when the outages occurred on Saturday, leaving residents without heat or lights for about four days. Now, in a related story, we're learning that the FBI is also investigating at least five attacks in recent months on electricity substations in the Pacific Northwest, similar to the one that caused widespread power outages in North Carolina. Stay tuned. And finally, the January 6th committee chair, Congressman Benny Thompson, told reporters Wednesday night that the panel is looking to release its final report and hold a vote on any criminal referrals on December 21st. 
In addition to considering a referral involving Donald Trump, the committee could offer contempt of Congress referrals for fellow members who ignored its subpoenas, for witnesses it believes lied to the investigators, and for people it believes tried to intimidate witnesses. December 21st. It's in the calendar and the popcorn is popping. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.